0: Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rufino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge, well, <laughs> I guess a huge show in store for you tonight. As in case you missed it, I don't know how you missed it, but in case you missed it, Walker Howard, the former five star quarterback from Lafayette, Louisiana, has entered or plans to enter the transfer portal. Um, So many people blaming, pointing fingers. We're going to discuss why is Walker Howard hitting the portal? Why is he leaving LSU? What does this say for Jane Daniels and Garrett Nussmeyer and so many other things? What does it mean for LSU's future and what does Brian Kelly see? Because ultimately, whether you like this or not, ultimately, this is Brian Kelly's decision on how he is managing the quarterbacks. You can say it's his fault for Walker Lehman. You could say it's Joe Sloan, Mike Denbrock. It's neither, none of their faults. The writing may be a little bit on the wall on some of this. We will talk about that a lot here tonight. The LSU, you know, the LSU, you don't. We'll talk about some interesting things in reference to LSU over the last 10 years, how the trend is starting to get back to LSU battling for the SEC West in reference to getting to that playoff. Obviously, we've seen a lot of good trends, but college football is a very trendy sport. We'll talk about that here again tonight. I I had this in there. Look, so I guess we should change a little bit of the topics here tonight. One of them is be careful what you ask for. That was – I should have taken that out. That was going to be about Walker Howard. We posted the link to the show tonight at 2 o'clock before Walker Howard entered the portal. There were a lot of rumblings that were happening. So just you can scratch that one off the list. <laughs> scratch that, that, that part off of it. Uh, Carter Bryant joins us at 7.30. Obviously, we'll talk a little Walker Howard. He is doing and has done a Jane Daniels and Garrett Nussmeyer film review. We'll discuss with him how he thinks both of those guys have progressed Throughout the season, volunteer assistance no more big news out of college baseball as they can start paying volunteer coaches massive for teams like LSU to continue to get more coaches and pay them for the work that they do. Jay Johnson just continues to get more help now, obviously, with the transfer portal. Now he gets it with some more assistant coaches that he can pay, and I promise you LSU is going to have the money and we'll pull up the money to get elite, more elite coaches in here. We'll do, if we have time, at the end, we'll do a Saint season recap. Obviously, Dennis Allen looks like he's going to be coming back, but the one thing that they have to do if they're going to continue to progress with Dennis Allen, they need to let Pete Carmichael go right now. That's my opinion. I think Pete Carmichael, of the 32 offensive coordinators in the league, he's number 32. <laughs> okay, maybe he's not that bad, but it feels like... He's that bad at times. And since we won't be live tomorrow, I have my cousin Evan Tajan's wedding. Uh, So shout out to Evan and shout out to Emily back uh, on their wedding. Uh, It's going to be fun. We're going down the floor, going over to Florida. So congratulations to my my cousin Evan. Go get him, Elvin (laughs) Rude. So we'll do an Ask Blake here tonight uh, to end out the show. What's 33 mean? What's 33 mean, Pooh? Oh, he's the 33rd? Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. We went over my head. Way over my head. Uh, C. King. Let's get to a couple comments before we get rolling, though. C. King says, where will Walker Howard go get immediate playing time? I think TCU, obviously. I think Florida, um, he would get immediate playing time. Um... Maybe Wake Forest. (laughs) Wake Forest needs a quarterback. Um, Maybe those schools because the Jaden Rashada stuff is absolutely insane. If you hadn't seen it, the five-star quarterback that committed to Florida, he wants out of his letter of intent. So stupid. Uh, Deion Black says, "Uh, fire Dennis Allen. Yeah, you should, but they're not going to. Uh, American Patriots says, J.D., 20-yard passer. Well, I think he's going to get better. I think he's going to get better uh ryan on youtube says the saga continues yeah we'll see uh ryan williams from the drake williams law firm drake williams says we ride with jd5 and Denus bus i'm gonna i'm gonna put a pin in that one because that's probably what we'll talk about the whole first 30 minutes of the show and a lot of people are upset and i get it a lot of people are upset that walker howard has going is going to be entering into the transfer portal with that being said I don't think I, I don't think people should be overreacting I, I will'll we'll talk about that uh, out of the break uh, why would Campbell leave he's a starter will Campbell's not leaving <laughs> Will Campbell's not leaving uh black go TC so it's good Blake if Walker goes to TCU uh, it will be sad but I will support him but if he goes to an SEC West school or Florida I will spend the remainder of his time in college roasting him. (laughs) I mean, it's fair game. It's fair game. But I think what LSU fans, I think what this is going to teach you and what multiple guys should have already taught you, there's no such thing as this guy's an LSU guy through and through anymore. Business is business. Business is business. Business. All of you, I'm assuming, are LSU fans that are in this chat. We have 400, 500 of you live watching right now. Another two, 300 of you listening to us on the radio, okay, through the app. I will tell all of you this. When it comes down to money and business, people are going to make their decisions no matter what. What happens when you have a guy like Nussmeier, you got to applaud him for staying and battling things out. Look, Tip of the cap to, tip of the cap to Garrett Nussmeyer for staying here and battling out things because he could have easily, and I mean easily, left. Blaine Smith says, hashtag Ask Blake, what are you hearing about the reason Howard is leaving? Okay. This, you know what, Pooh, we probably should just get to, uh, go ahead and get to it. Uh, Brian Russell says, I'm wondering why Howard is leaving and not Nussmeyer. This is going to be the, the entire thing. So let's go ahead and do that. So since everybody wants to talk about it, we'll we'll go ahead and get to a very quick break. And then we'll talk about Walker Howard leaving. But before we do that, everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. So many of you listen to us live right now on Facebook. Do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all of those social media pages. Share to yours as well and those Facebook groups. If you're listening to us on YouTube, like, subscribe, notification bell. We greatly appreciate you doing that. If you're listening to us on XM Radio, TuneIn app, or wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe, we greatly appreciate you doing that. All right, let's get to our first break. Let's be back in one minute. we got a lot to talk about. Walker Howard, why is he leaving? What does it mean for LSU? And Pooh Bear, apparently, is Jane Daniels' fault. <laughs> no, it's not. We talk about it next. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. Tell me good friend, Blake Ruffino, sit you on by. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. All (laughs) All right, so let's not waste any time. A lot of people are in here. They want to know why Walker Howard is transferring. They want to know what it means. Look, let's call it what it is. A lot of people will blame Jane Daniels for today's news with Walker Howard leaving and going elsewhere. Let me make this very well clear. I've made it clear before when the rumors came up. About a month ago, rumors started circulating in reference to Walker Howard and him transferring and him not wanting to sit behind certain guys and whatever, and that he was disgruntled and that he was upset. The bottom line is this. The bottom line is this. This had nothing, emphatically, had absolutely nothing to do with Jaden Daniels. If... You are in this business and you've been in the business that we're in or you're in college football. The Howards have been pretty vocal in reference to what they wanted. They wanted assurances that they would split reps at number two. When those assurances weren't given, issues started to pile up. It is what it is. They have been vocal about that. Now, you can take that a lot of different ways. One way you can take it is I think the certain nature of, well, why don't you go in there and compete? You know, one guy is leaving, the guy that we thought that wouldn't be leaving in Walker Howard or entering their name into the transfer portal, that's the guy that we thought that would be here, that would would compete, that wouldn't leave, versus a guy now going into his third season at Garrett Nussmeyer who has decided to compete and not leave. Long are the days that you can stockpile quarterbacks, four- and five-star quarterbacks, in one room. When you get so many alpha males in one room, you're not going to be able to keep them all. You can say whatever you want about Walker Howard. You can say whatever you want about Garrett Nussmeyer. But the truth was, since Southern, Garrett has progressed a lot. We saw what he did against Georgia in the second half, throwing for over 300 yards. We saw what he did against Purdue. He was a very good change of pace from what we see from Jaden to what we see to Garrett. On the opposite side of that, Jaden Daniels coming back is a decision that's made from Brian Kelly, Mike Denbrock, Joe Sloan, Cortez Hankton. So many people are involved in talking and and, and asking Jaden if he's coming back, influencing him to come back. But ultimately, Jane Daniels coming back falls on two people. Number one, it falls on Jane Daniels because he's got to make the decision ultimately if he wants to go to the NFL or he wants to stay at LSU, finish his college career, and attempt to go win a national title. But the main thing and the main person that it all comes down to is Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly's job is to maintain the quarterback room. Brian Kelly has been very well known for and has told us in the, in the media room and has told fans, look, I'm going to be with the quarterbacks during practice. Now I'm going to monitor everything else, but when it comes down to individualized stuff, I want to be with the quarterbacks. If he didn't want Jane Daniels here, he could have told him to go to the NFL. If Brian Kelly did not want Garrett Nussmeyer to be at LSU he could have simply told him, listen, we're going in another direction, especially at the number two spot. We think Walker Howard should be here and Garrett would have entered the portal, but that didn't happen. Why? Now, the media has not been at practice since August the 5th, or August the 27th, I believe it is, was the last, or August the 20th was the last day that the media has ever been allowed at LSU football practice. What has happened from August the 20th until January the 11th to where they believe so much in Garrett Nussmeyer that they believe that he could be the number two, and then ultimately, and more than likely, after next season, regardless of what happens in 2023, he's going to be the guy that steps up and is your starter. That is what's going on here. Any other rumors or anything else that's going on it's just bullshit. Is Walker Howard a very talented dude? Yep. Do I think that he's going to go somewhere else and be very talented and do very well? Yep. But ultimately, this is a Brian Kelly decision. One thing is for certain. You, you have to. You have to go into college. I've been there. Anybody that's ever played sports before. If you play it long enough, there's going to be, especially when you play it at high levels, there's going to be dudes that are just as talented as you are, if not better. And you got to compete. The only thing that I will say about Walker Howard negatively, quote unquote, because it is his decision. What he wants to do is what he wants to do. The only negative thing I will say to him is why don't you go out there and compete? Why don't you go out there and compete? If you're the best quarterback, why don't you go out there and compete? Because I promise you this, Brian Kelly is here for one reason, and it's not to play favorites. Brian Kelly's not out here playing favorites. So, bottom line, if you don't want to compete, I don't know what else to tell you. If this were any other player, if Walker Howard were any other player at LSU, what would these comments be in the in this chat right now? I know what they'd be. You would call him, you would call that player everything under the sun. You know, last week I remember a lot of people started doing a Kayshawn Boutique when he left for the NFL. When players have gone in the NFL draft or when players have hit the portal, you've trashed them. Some of you have trashed them. Why aren't you doing it for him? Why are you blaming. Jane Daniels, who ultimately, it's not his decision. Jane Daniels does not start himself. Do I think Brian Kelly needs blame in Walker Howard transferring? No. Look, Jamie Howard, Walker's dad, who was a quarterback at LSU, had gone on multiple shows, multiple shows, whether it be Moscona or Collada or Scarborough, whoever it was, and he said he just hopes that his son does not get the blame and ridicule and mocking and yelling that he endured at LSU. He doesn't want Walker to go through that. Kind of seems like maybe a little bit. He doesn't want Walker here at times. He's even been on the record saying, yeah, and and he was trying to joke, but it doesn't come off as joking that he didn't want Walker here a lot of times. Here's what it is, man. But if you're going to say that one kid will compete and the other one won't, you got to have the same energy for the same players that across the board. Guys, he didn't go out there and compete. He wanted assurances that he would get number two reps. The assurances weren't given to him. He's in the portal. So you can take it for what it is. You can blame anybody you want to, but the bottom line is this isn't some elaborate scheme or something crazy that's going on. He could have competed and gotten the number two job. He could have beaten out Garrett Nussmeyer. And truthfully, truthfully, who's to say Garrett doesn't go in the portal himself? Now, let's talk about that. LSU will be in a lot of trouble if Garrett does hit the portal now. Because as good as Ricky Collins could be, may be, may progress to be, he's not ready to start in the SEC right now. I don't mean that in a negative way. He's not. There's a lot of things Ricky's got to work on. Can he progress to that to, to to be that guy? Probably, and and probably will. Kid is a dude. Kid can play. But you are – if Garrett were to leave, you're a Jane Daniels injury away, which happened in the SEC title game and against AM and m from playing a true freshman. I think Brian Kelly knows what he's doing, though. You still have time. There's still going to be quarterbacks that are going to hit the portal after spring practice. You might even add another guy, a younger guy, maybe a guy that is going to be just a depth and rotation piece. Who knows? I don't know if they will do that because you have two guys you think that can really play. But maybe you go and get a redshirt freshman that hits the portal and say, listen, Garrett Nussmeyer and Jane Daniels are two guys that are going to see a lot of snaps. You're just going to have to progress and work your way up. And when those two guys leave, you have a shot to come in here and play. I am okay, though, with this scenario. Guys, you're not going to be... When you you recruit highly talented quarterbacks like Garrett Nussmeyer and Jane Daniels and Ricky Collins and Colin uh, Colin Hurley, who was on the show a couple weeks ago. When you recruit high-talented quarterbacks like that, kids are going to hit the portal. I would rather have that issue. I would rather have the issue of a guy leaving and you still having a very talented room than the latter happening. I would rather not be under the Les Miles era of quarterbacks with Brandon Harris and and, uh, what's what's the dude's name, Pooh, from Georgia, the kids, and Anthony Jennings. I mean, some would make the argument. I wouldn't want to be in the scenario of having to start two, two, two true freshman quarterbacks like Max Johnson and TJ Finley. But... I think Brian Kelly has a better pulse on how to read the quarterback room than probably any other head coach that we've had here. Because he's in that room every day. He's with him every day. So, we'll see. All right, let's get to a couple comments, though, on this. Daniel Williams says this will happen every year. Just get used to it, folks. It might not happen every single year. I mean, because it – I mean, technically didn't happen last year. I mean, I guess you could say it did in the sense because Miles Brennan left – I mean, guys, Miles Brennan retired from football and is now on Duck Dynasty or whatever he's doing. LSU won the West. Some of you were panicking the night. I will never. We lost Max. That's true. We lost Max and Miles and won the West. Now, I don't think either one of those two guys are, are Walker Howard. I will admit that. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> they ain't that dude, especially Miles you're going to be okay. If there's one theme about the night, you're going to be okay. You're not going to be worse than you were a year ago. You're just not. You return too much. And even if if you run a two-quarterback system, even if you have what you had the other the, in the bowl game where you're playing Jane two two drives and then in and then you insert Garrett Nussmeyer and you continue to be the team that you are and you're having to to and you really don't have the drop off on the offensive side of things. Then teams are having a game plan for two really damn good quarterbacks. I don't know if that's going to happen. Brian Kelly said he didn't want to do it. He's done it before, going to playoffs before doing it. But the funny thing to me is, is so many people blame Jane Daniels. Pooh, I mean, bring up any comment that you can of somebody blaming Jane Daniels. You're blaming the wrong dude. You're blaming, you're completely blaming the wrong dude. Chad on Facebook says Nuss isn't going anywhere. Don't say that. See, people speak in absolutes. Chad, you don't know that. In the age of the portal and the age of NIL, it takes one team to need a quarterback with the portal and with enough NIL money to go and get Garrett. Just one. So don't say that. Don't say that. C. King says, I don't think Howard is ready to start in the SEC. Maybe maybe he is, maybe he isn't. He says, if he was, he would have been playing. I don't, I, see, I'm going to, the latter part, I'm going to disagree with that on. Jerry Zimmerman said, "Nah, bro, none of this is J.D. Five's fault. All J.D. 5 did was just win the West. It's true. That's true. And you got anybody blaming him, though? <laughs> uh, Aunt Marshall says, Nuss Guts. What does that mean? Yeah, Paul's, I think that's Paul's worthy. A uh, swamp cat on YouTube says they not going to blame JD for this. Come on, man, JD the holy child, the holy child. Swamp cat, I, again, I, I I don't understand the logic behind people blaming him. Hey, swamp cat, Brian Kelly runs the team. Brian Kelly's paid. Well, he got paid $10 million this year with the incentive and bonuses of winning the SEC West, having 10 wins, winning his bowl game. It is his decision to bring, bring back Jaden Daniels. He could have easily told Jaden go. But what did they do? I know for an absolute doggone fact that about two weeks ago, about seven to eight days before the bowl game, the Jane Daniels's camp and Brian Kelly sat down in his office at 10:07 a.m. Central Standard Time. Know it for a fact, that was the third meeting that Jane Daniels's camp had had with LSU officials, the second one that they'd had with Brian Kelly. Confirmed. Why is Brian Kelly meeting with Jane Daniels that much if he doesn't want him to fucking come back? You can blame him all he wants. You can call him the Holy Child. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, please win the West again. I will call him the Holy Child if he wins the SEC West next season. And I will come on this show, rip my shirt off, and say in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. This fan base blames wrong people. But you're not blaming Walker Howard for going in the portal and not competing. Les Miles is sitting in a recliner somewhere talking about chest. <laughs> Someone doesn't have the chest. Spare me. Shelby says, however, if Jaden is gone, Howard is still here. Boom. then blame Brian Kelly. If you believe that, then blame, blame blame Brian Kelly. It's not true. They made it well known that they didn't want to play in another, uh, have another year being behind Nussmeier. That is fact. That is fact. American Patriots, then J.D. got smoked by a 4-18. Um... Pooh, do me a favor before we get how uh Carter on here. Y'all gonna blame the kid all you want. I hope I I really hope the kid goes off and a lot of you eat eat shit. Who that can you pull up the um A and box score? Do that for me right quick, Pooh. Thank you. Okay, well that thanks for taking my take thanks for taking my thoughts. That's what good producers do. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't give up 38. LG says, what's the common thread of last four natties? So I I posted this. I posted this on Twitter, but he's right. What's crazy about the last four Natty champions is this. Stetson Bennett, walk-on fifth-year senior or sixth-year senior, uh, back-to-back. Mac Jones, fourth-year senior, correct? Fourth-year senior or fifth-year senior. I think he might have been fifth fifth-year senior, Joe Burrow, fifth-year senior. What's Jaden going to be? Fifth-year senior. King Ulysses says, it's all Will Wade's fault. (laughs) 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 Look, I don't know. I might have been too drunk last night, but I didn't even drink anything. Did y'all see Will Wade in the stands? If it wasn't Will Wade, it was his twin. If it wasn't Will Wade, it was definitely his twin. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, Dwayne official says, JD5 is trash, Blake. Face it. Mm. Trash quarterbacks don't win the SEC West, bud. They don't. All right, a couple more, then we're going to get Carter Bryant. I think I'm going to push the, the LSU you know and LSU you don't till next week. Parnell says, you have to have the chess to play here. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Daniel Williams says, game one will tell a lot about next football season. Well, Daniel, that that's literally everybody in the country. <laughs> I mean, really and truthfully, though, it might not because, I mean, you did lose to Florida State and you won the West. But look, you have a you have a very, very, very tough game against Florida State in week one. I still think that they're going to be a really good team. I still think they're going to be a really good team. All right, let's talk some more about this, uh, this quarterback position, this quarterback group. Carter Bryant's going to join us next. He did a deep dive with Garrett Nussmeyer and Jay Daniels. What does he think about Walker Howard leaving? Uh, I mean, he's been pretty spot on on a lot of this. So let's do this. Let's talk about our good friends over at Gramco, thegramco.com. Use that promo code AYS25 at checkout. Let's get to Carter Bryant. We're back in 45 seconds. Next. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta 8 company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products ...that I just need to tell you about. First off is the wake and bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside is the state of louisiana no medical card is needed and shipping is very discreet you must be 21 years older to order again that's thegramco.com use that promo code ays25 we're back carter the power bryant I'm sorry, buddy, that we didn't get to see you on Monday, but obviously we had the national championship game that I want to talk to you about at the very, very end of all this. But obviously, big news tonight. Let's get right into it. Let's not let's not spoil the listeners. Walker Howard here at Supporter, what's
1: your thoughts? Yeah, so obviously it's a bummer for a lot of people that thought Walker Howard was very good coming out. You and I were both in agreement that we thought he was very good coming out. And I think – I would say probably 80 to 90% of your viewing audience um, would say that he was pretty good coming out. But there was a big domino here that Jane Daniels decided to stay, and that is probably the biggest reason why Walker Howard is leaving. And- I, did, I, I, I solemnly disagree with that. I so- well, let's hear it.
0: I, 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 Jane Daniels returning has nothing to do with Walker Howard leaving. The, the Howards have made it very well known that this is a Nussmeyer thing. They wanted the number two spot, and they're not getting it, and they're taking their ball and going home. Now, right. now I'm going to leave that alone. I, this, okay. this doesn't have anything to do. Because, Carter, the ultimate decision is they would have stayed here if Jaden came back. They want a Nussmeyer out. It, 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 that's the only way to put it, in my opinion.
1: Right, so that that's the thing, though. Let's say Jaden did decide to go to the NFL. I think he still leaves. You still think he leaves? Yep. Well, yeah. So it just it just depends on what Walker wanted to do. I I think for me, if he would have at least been because even if Jaden or Nuss, if one of them decided to leave, he still would have ended up being the number two guy, right? So I I guess. Maybe they thought Garrett Nussmeyer was going to leave. I don't know. But what I will say is this, Blake, and it's very important to keep this in mind. The least certain position in this sport is quarterback, right? I heard you mentioning, you know, Stetson Bennett a minute ago. It's a random position. And I would say probably one or two quarterbacks every year, we know a thousand percent they're going to be good, right? Like a Caleb Williams or a Trevor Lawrence type of prospect. As good as I think Walker Howard is, I, I I want everyone in the chat right now, no matter where you you're viewing this. Do you feel Walker Howard is that level of prospect? I'm asking you that right now, Blake. I don't
0: know. We hadn't seen
1: right. him, right? So, and
0: look to people in the chat. This is not a this is not a depth thing necessarily. It's right. a Nussmeyer issue. Okay, they wanted to start they wanted to start not next year, but the year after. Well, the problem with that is the problem with that is Garrett's not going anywhere. Right. Okay. He would have had to sit. Let's call it what it is. He would have set more multiple seasons. So you could say, well, Blake, if one guy leaves, then obviously Walker goes up to number two. Again, they have made it well known. The guy that broke the story is going to do a show at 8 o'clock right after me. I guarantee you he's going to say the same thing. I guarantee it. So the bottom line is, I don't know Walker Howard's, to your point, Carter, I have no idea what Walker Howard's ceiling is. I am projecting on this.
1: Right. And I don't think anybody truly knows. But my major point is this. I I did not have the same grade I had on Walker Howard as I did Caleb Williams coming out. I don't think anybody did, and that's the point. Very rarely is there a quarterback prospect so transcendent that you know a gazillion percent he is going to give you Heisman Trophy, a.k.a. National Championship level play. It's just impossible, right? And Walker Howard to me was – a very good prospect coming out of St. Thomas Moore. His senior year was just phenomenal there, knowing what all he had to overcome injuries and losing. He didn't have another two four seven rated prospect on his team. And he still carried them. Um, but honestly, at this point, Blake, he's the number three guy. And with the transfer portal being there, and it is clear that he can go to different places where he is not the number three guy, that option is available to him. And the truth is, I'm just speculating here, but I've been told that Garrett Nussmeyer loves being at LSU. And if he wants to stay at LSU, Walker hadn't beaten him out yet. And Garrett has played really well in two consecutive games in two completely different contexts, if you will. So, you know, for me, I think a lot of LSU fans here, Blake, are going to stress out a little too much over a number three quarterback. I understand. Brock Purdy this weekend is going to be the story. He is a number three quarterback. But rarely do you ever actually get to that numbered quarterback on a roster. It is so rare. It is so tough, right? And I I don't think Walker Howard wanted to be the number three guy for a second consecutive year. And, you know, in a way, I I don't blame him for that. But for me, Blake... Going into next year, there is just so much that changes with the quarterback position. And I think we view the quarterback position at the collegiate level too much like how we view the quarterback position at the NFL level, right? Where the NFL level, you find a franchise guy, a guy that you can build around for four to five years at minimum. College is a very year-to-year thing. And I think – even next offseason, we don't know who the quarterback is going to be after, you know, Jaden is done going into this next year. So there's so much uncertainty, and I think a lot of LSU fans are going to overstress over the number three quarterback. They knew Jaden was coming back, okay?
0: And they they made a play, and they lost. They tried to force the Nussmeier's hand, and they lost. That's the bottom line, okay? Now, I agree with you in everything you just said. Right, I think we. I think that we're stressing a little bit too much about a third string quarterback. Now, here's another thing: people will hate if he goes somewhere else and does really good, which I think he will. I, I think. I think, I think, I think he will be a really good college quarterback. Okay, but ultimately, Carter. Here's the question that I have. Why is Brian Kelly t- telling Jane Daniels and Garrett Nussmeyer to return, knowing and already having the conversation with the Howards about him going into the portal? Why would he allow Garrett and Jane to both return if he knew that that Walker would leave? If he did not feel that both of those young men are are really good and really talented, right. I, yeah, it doesn't. It makes no sense. I don't think Brian Kelly is a dummy.
1: No, I, I totally agree with you. I don't think anybody else would disagree, and I think one thing that is is very hard to do, okay? Let's just say, for the sake of it, that Brian Kelly does think Walker Howard is better than Jaden and Garrett Nussmeyer. right? Let's just say, speculatively, he thought that, right? He still doesn't know. Nobody knows. That's the issue. And there were no games to really see if Walker Howard was as good as the other two options because he didn't really get the chance to have any playing time this year. So it's not Walker's fault. It's not necessarily Brian Kelly's fault. And what I'm thinking, Blake, is there are a lot of LSU fans that's, that have this idea. And I, I know this because I've talked to some of them that feel this way as well. Some people plausibly think Brian Kelly should have gone to Jane Daniels and say, look, you're a good quarterback. We're done with you, right? We have Walker Howard. We have Garrett Nussmeyer. That is just a very not smart thing to do in my estimation. Even if you don't think Jaden Daniels is a perfect quarterback, he is a seasoned quarterback. He is an experienced quarterback. Kind of know what you're going to get. And maybe, like you mentioned, he does take that fifth step in that fifth year and become a very good vertical passer. If he doesn't, guess what? LSU is going to be another 9-3 and team. But that is the bet that Brian Kelly is making. He knows what he gets with Jaden Daniels. He feels Jaden will become a better vertical passer. And if he does, he'll end up being right. But this idea that there are fans out there that think Brian Kelly should have told Jaden Daniels to go. I I that just doesn't make any sense to me. I I, I even if once again, even if you think Walker is going to turn into something, you just don't know. And that's the scary thing about the quarterback position.
0: Well, Carter, the the crazy thing about this is when you look around the landscape of college football what do you see especially teams that are in the playoff a seasoned quarterback a right. really good on both lines of scrimmage okay and really good and really good coaching Stetson Bennett won back-to-back national ch- championships Mac Jones was a fourth or fifth year senior at Alabama J, uh, uh, Joe Burrow Fifth year senior at LSU. Baker Mayfield made the playoffs twice. He was a senior, uh, uh technically a fourth year senior, then came back for his fifth year. Okay, Kyler Murray was technically in his fifth year or fourth year, if I'm not mistaken, because he played uh, it was at AM, I think, whenever when was it? I think he played his last year was 18, I think 14 and 15, whenever. Regardless, he was an older quarterback and got Oklahoma there. We have seen quarterbacks, older quarterbacks, go in and win it. What are the quarterbacks that are losing it? Bryce Young lost it a year ago. I mean, even TCU this year, you could put throw in there and say, with Max Duggan, they got to a national championship game with a fifth-year senior. Carter, I think you're right. I think it's dumb to say and tell a guy to leave if he wants to come back. The ultimate thing, though, is is everybody is in here blaming Jaden and saying you won't win anything with Jaden. Why do you think that there's not any blame right now in the chat About Brian Kelly. Now, do I think Brian Kelly deserves any criticism here? No, I don't. But it's amazing to me how he's ultimately making the decision. Brian Kelly ultimately decides if Jane Daniels returns or not – or he decides – he could have gone to Garrett Nussmeyer. He could have picked up the phone. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. Hey, Doug, get Garrett's ass out of my fucking room. And he could have left. He could have hit the portal. Right. Why do you think that nobody's blaming Brian Kelly yet?
1: I don't know because it is his decision. It's ultimately his decision. This I, I, I'm i going to say it again. It has nothing to do with Jaden Daniels. It really doesn't. Like, he wants to come back, and Jaden Daniels is – loved I, i'm not going to say universally like every single person in that building he's loved, loved him, right? everywhere else besides lsu right like he J, everybody likes Jaden in the building i just from what i'm hearing i might have bad info i don't know um but you know Jaden has a locker room right now and he was a very solid quarterback yeah he had his downs but this is not Jaden daniel's fault if you're going to blame anybody it's on brian kelly and my question once again is do you change the outcome of your program for a quarterback you have not seen play in an actual legitimate game and you just don't especially considering that Garrett Nussmeyer played as well as he did over the you know past two games and Nuss also took really good coaching and changed who he was from the Thunder game to where he is now it shows in the tape he's played a lot faster is release is quicker than it already was and you know for Walker Howard we'll never see what it's what it would be like at LSU now of course he could still come back but I do think he's gone and look something else I think is well Blake that a lot of fans struggle with is when they do see a quarterback go somewhere else and become really good well part of a quarterback's maturation is when they actually do transfer it's the first time you're told in your life you're you're, you're not like, you're not good enough here. You're not you're not good enough to be the number two guy. You're not good enough to be the number one guy. And you take that chip on your shoulder the same way Joe Burrow did, the same way Kyler Murray did, and you take that with you to your next step, uh, to your next stop, and you become that much better of a player. Ask any quarterback about that. You know, whenever they have to deal with adversity it's when they actually become a better player. So I understand that there are a lot of people, especially in the Lafayette region. I You have a lot of viewers in the Lafayette region. I do, too. I, I really do have family that lives there. And they really love them some Walker Howard. I have a big Walker Howard autograph card collection. I hate that this happened, but this is where we are right now with the transfer portal and quarterbacks controlling their own destiny. Last thing
0: on the quarterbacks, and I want to get to overall LSU. Carter, we've mentioned this, and I want to be careful how I say this because I don't want to trash young men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the LSU wide receiver room gets more praise than it deserves. Okay. Do I think that they're the most talented overall room in the building? Could be. They easily could be the most talented. Are they the most effective? No. Now, what does that mean? Okay. They still had seven or six drops in the bowl game against Purdue. You're rotating quarterbacks in and out. So let's not. Let's not, like, you still had four drops for Garrett, okay? The opening throw that Garrett had was a drop by Malik Neighbors, okay? Yeah. So yeah. let's not act like, you know, oh, well, you know, we're we're not utilizing the receiver room. Maybe to some extent. I agree with some of that. Carter, you led the SEC in drops. So there, there is a part of me that wonders if Brian Kelly asked himself the question, like, hey, man, we weren't good at this position a year ago. Do you think that that's you know what do you what do you take into you know Brian Kelly's thought about you know because he's made some comments about the wide receiver room and Malik Neighbors right. in the post game show said guys I had three drops I got to get better here did you take anything from that from the quarterback and wide receiver duo part?
1: Yeah, so on, on a deeper level, the LSU's wide receivers um, were inconsistent blockers at time. Um, And that was an issue. I think they are a little bit better than what they were from the year before, but they're out there to catch the football, right? What I'll say about that is, you know, this is just my evaluation. I know you probably disagree with this, but Jayden does not throw the most catchable ball. It does wobble coming out of his hands. It does come out late. And that's just something that he needs to work on going into next year. Um, And there were some times where, yes, it was a drop. Yes, it goes down as a drop. But it also wasn't the most receiver-friendly ball either. I would say probably half of those drops were on balls that weren't the most catchable balls you'll ever see. But at the same time, I do agree with you, Blake, overall, that the wide receiver room could have been a lot better last year. There were some games where, uh, you know, the Auburn game was in particular, you know, the lowest-graded game for me. I thought that there were some weird turf issues there, but still, I – That was a poor game from our receivers, and there were some other times where they just quite out didn't get open, and some of it is also concept and protection-related as well. Um, But, you know, overall, and and this is the complexity of the Jaden Daniels situation, is if he becomes a better vertical passer, LSU is a very legitimate national championship-level roster with Malik Neighbors coming back as your alpha. Brian Thomas Jr. had one of his best games. I feel, as an LSU Tiger um, in the Purdue game as well. And if those things do get better, uh, they will become a better football team. So, yes, I do agree with you. The wide receivers, in particular, Kayshaun had some really meh kind of games. But then you also saw a game like you know versus Florida where both Jaden and the receivers both played at an extremely high level. So, you know, it's symbiosis. You need, obviously, you know, that chemistry and that growth together. And if you do that, you become a better football team.
0: Sean Romero says Blake is a couillon. He doesn't know any better.
1: Can I get satellite reception with them with them ears?
0: Anywho, you're gonna roast me. I can roast, <laughs> oh I can goodness. roast back. All right, Carter, let's get to this. So LSU addressed the defensive line. They addressed DB. Okay. Now you can talk about any one of those position groups if you want. We've talked a lot about defensive line. It's interesting though, and I know that you're gonna hate this, but it's the only theory that I have at the current moment why do you attack defensive line and attack DB and not attack linebacker if you're not planning to move Harold Perkins in the middle?
1: Yeah, it's a good point. I think things are starting to trend in that direction. It obviously is going to depend. I don't like
0: it. it. Carter. I don't like that.
1: I don't, I don't like it. I'm, I'm not, I'm not in love with it either. Obviously it just depends a lot on your commitment video guy, Mr. Deshaun Womack, right? There's, uh, there's a lot of playing time for him that will be available next year as a five-star player. And, yeah, it just depends on what Matt House wants to do personnel-wise, and obviously Brian Kelly's going to have a big say in that as well. And that that was always the thing about Harold Perkins coming out, right? What exactly is his best position? What exactly is his best role? I think he'd be a fine off-ball linebacker, but I also think they want to keep him in the same role that Harold Perkins played, which you know, is a position I like to call the perk, right? He's one of the few athletes that can do some of the things he's able to do as a football player. And, yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm not in love with him as, you know, just being a traditional off-ball guy. And we'll, we'll see if LSU can find something in the portal. And like you mentioned, the DBs that they have picked up, I, I think they're going to be fine at corner with some of the guys that they brought in. Watch a lot of Deuce Chestnut. Um, thoughts on know, him? I, What's your thoughts on him? I think it's fine. I, I think, you know, for him – he does get a revenge game week one. Florida State uh would w- there were some rough moments for him uh, on the Syracuse size in in that game, and I think he's gonna be fired up to play in that game., uh, but overall he he's a very solid corner, played you know a lot of the, the Syracuse played a lot of off coverage and lSU does that with their corners as well with the Mad House's system. So I think he's I think he's gonna be a great fit. I do. And I think obviously j k Johnson, Reuniting with his old coach, he's going to be really fired up about that. Four three eight, by the way, laser time. That's moving right. But so- I, I really do think Denver Harris is, is a very good football player. I, I uh, and King Ulysses, I, I heard you mentioned him a minute ago. Uh, he's known my stance on him for quite some time. We we could talk about all the other stuff. I don't care. He can play, and you know, I I think I think he's going to be a very good player if you know everything is locked in for him. He he's got some. He's got some motor to him. He's got some big time playability, and hopefully, he ends up being the guy. And your the sleeper here is I Alexander. We'll, we'll we'll see how everything, you know, turns itself out there.
0: Yeah, I think he's instantly going to be one of the boundary guys. Meaning Denver Harris. The question is, does Deuce Chestnut move inside? We've seen him do it a couple of times. You know, yeah. he's played safety, he's played nickel, he's played boundary. Let's see how they do there. I think J.K. Johnson's a guy that can just absolutely fly. I think Kerry Vincent. When I think J.K. Johnson laser time in high school Carter four four zero and four three eight that's absolutely moving from a high school player what does he run now uh, i think that kid can absolutely move uh, getting to your point about inside linebacker let me ask you this is it the worst is it, it, it is it the worst position group on the field
1: yeah on the team right now it's pretty clear that that's where it is but it's not you know necessarily a knock so who's the just-
0: starters Greg Penn and who
1: that's a good question. I, it would have to be West Weeks right now. Like, if you had to field a team right now, it would be Weeks. Um, but, yeah, you know, Brathwaite and, and Wit Weeks, they couldn't have asked for anything better. I mean, they have a golden opportunity to step in and, and be dudes. And, obviously, there's all kinds of different exotic things you can do with that off-ball linebacker. You can bulk up a safety. And, and look, Major Burns wears a neck roll. So, <laughs> I mean – he, he looks like a linebacker out there sometimes, but that would be, you know, a stretch. So yeah, I mean, I I, I don't think they're done in the portal. I think they'll find somebody. Hopefully, they do. But at the same time, Blake, what's really good about that is you can make a strong case that off-ball linebacker in the modern game is probably a position that you can be weak. Um, I don't think necessarily you could be weak at corner and survive. I don't think you could be weak, especially in this system at, at the jack and and survive. So I think you know that is a position you could work around. And if if Perk has to play that position, he's obviously athletic enough to do it. I agree.
0: You know, my 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 theory on Perkins at the current moment, if they don't go and get somebody from the portal at that linebacker position, it's first and second downs he plays in the inside and third or second and long. They call something that rotates him in and out and put him on the outside. That's the only thing that I can think about. Now, I will give West Weeks this. I thought he got better as the season went on from a physicality standpoint. But when he played against Georgia, <laughs> it didn't go so well. And so we'll see. Look, the portal's not done. We got a long way to go here. So I guess we'll see. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on the offensive side, Anthony Bradford hits the NFL draft, declares the NFL draft, man, you talked about this today off air, but let's, let's bring it here. I think yeah. you move, obviously you just, and look, you talked with some this past weekend, which I'll ask yeah. you questions about. I think you instantly move Emory Jones into the inside. So heard, if he's ready and can get ready in a hurry, you move him to right tackle. So, a two part question Do you agree with with Emmerich moving inside? And what were your thoughts on the, your Zalance Hurd video or Zalance Heard interview? Excuse me.
1: Yeah. So, Lance was just great to be around. Him and Trey Holly were great. And still working on the Trey Holly interview cut. I'll probably release it sometime next week. Really excited about him. Honestly, I just really enjoyed talking to both of them. They were phenomenal uh, to me. And we, we hung out for a long time uh heard feels he's ready to go year one he's a very confident guy um will he be i don't know but i he did stress to me how much he enjoyed seeing true freshmen start right away and i think at some point he will be the starting right tackle and you know we'll see if that's day one i i don't know about that but i mean he is one of the most unique Athletes I've ever stood next to, and and this this was crazy. So I I brought some shirts, uh, some PHL shirts to you know give him, and I brought like a four X shirt because he's he's three thirty, and he said I wear two X, and I was like, there's no way you wear two X, and he's like, no, I wear I wear I wear two X <laughs> because he he's built like an NBA player. Really, he's got a long torso, and he he's not like like he he looks like a Division One offensive lineman, but he's not your typical offensive lineman his frame is going to fill out really nicely I know that sounds kind of weird but it's true he's he's got this very athletic build um so yeah if you want to see the full interview he me and him laughed the whole time it was great so yeah I think Emory Jones bumps inside and maybe they find someone else to play right tackle even if it's not Lance Hurd but you know to start off obviously next year I do think the the left tackle and right tackle will be the same And they'll see what they'll do about the inside of that offensive line. But I do think long-term Emory Jones is a guard. Um, He's one of the best guards I've ever seen. He's one of the best offensive line prospects I've ever seen go to LSU. He's truly special, and I think he's a better guard than he will be a tackle, and that's pretty crazy to say. And, you know, you do have Gary Dellinger returning
0: that can play on the inside. So, I mean, look, you're not hurting there. Uh, So... Carter. With that being said, it's a—I don't want to say it's a, 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 a addition by subtraction in a way, but in a lot of ways, it could be. You. Know, what makes me excited about this now is you get to a point where you know I, I thought at times the running game from the running back perspective was really off and on. Like they would either do really good. They didn't really start doing well until Josh Williams entered the fold. And now you've got a plethora of running backs that can really play. Uh, Do you feel a lot more confident about where this offense went? And I know you did the film Breakdown on Purdue. I guess when you watched the last game from LSU this past season, when you watched the quarterbacks, offensive line, receivers, and everything, how did you walk away from that game feeling?
1: I think the most underrated storyline, Blake, and this showed on tape, this shows in the advanced stats was how good LSU's running backs were this year. You give Frank Wilson a lot of credit for that. But going into this year, Brian Kelly is always honest. If you really listen closely, you'll hear him be brutally honest about certain positions that he said before the season. I don't have a special running back. I don't have a Leonard Fournette in my room. He said he liked his running backs. He didn't put down on them, but that was the truth at the time. But by the end of the year, Noah Kane and Josh Williams were both playing at a really high level. And oftentimes the way I determine that, Blake, is how many broken tackles do you have? That's one big metric for me. And Josh and Noah, neither one of them are blazing fast. Neither one of them are big. But they play hard. They play with great pad level. And they broke a crap ton of tackles. Um, They were amongst the SEC's leaders in rush yards after contact, according to the SEC StatCat. And I don't know if that could be replicated because they did play so much higher of, you know, their expectations going into the season. I think some of that is Jaden with all the gravity that he brings in with his running ability. But I think some of that is just them working their tails off and really, you know, buckling up their chin straps and, you know, hearing people say that no one in the backfield is a a Jarmie Hill or or Fournette back there or or Geis or C.E.H. And they just went out there and played way above expectations. And I'm really excited – Hopefully, if it is a thousand percent concerned, I'm really excited, uh, confirmed. I'm really excited to, for those guys to come back. I'm also really excited to see Caleb Jackson. He's one of my highest graded players in class. I United agree with class. that. Mm-hmm. Caleb, Caleb's an elite athlete. He really checks a lot of boxes for me, and I think he's going to be a He can catch, can run,
0: can break tackles. He literally does yeah. it all. Mm-hmm.
1: He's, he's, he's a unit. Like, he, he truly does fit um, the profile of a big time Division One back. And you know, obviously he had a lot of injury issues, you know, this past year, a senior year of high and school. And over 200
0: pounds going into this, too.
1: 209. I mean,
0: 209. I I I
1: was told today
0: he 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 went into football lobs, got on the scale at 209.7. That's what I was told.
1: He's a unit and if he stays that big, watch out, him and Trey are going to be some good players. Hey, uh, hey, I I I, I I, I knew Pooh Bear. Somebody's gonna come in with
0: the boss. I, I, I'm done with it. I told him to. I told him to stop doing it. Be, you know because it makes me do it because I want to be like Pooh Bear when I get old. But right. you know I, I don't. You know I, I. I say like today I'm in the middle of the store and this lady, she's sitting there and she goes, I saw so where it's. Su- I'm at Subway. Okay. And she goes, God, that's a meaty foot long. And, 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 and she goes, that's a meaty foot long. And I'm just thinking, oh, my God, shut up. Don't say well, it. She said that. Yeah, she said that. She goes, oh, well, that's <laughs> a meaty foot long. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, don't just walk out. Don't say anything. Um, oh, Pooh Bear says, ask Carter, do you have a sage your studio after AYS appearances, Sage. Your studio after
1: a- I. I'm not smart enough to know what Sage means. It's so like
0: incense, it was- I think. Oh, the. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, so I told you this Carter, at the end. I, I told you. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop! I she wanted a meaty me foot longest, what she said. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I told her to get the meatballs.
1: The meatballs. There you go. With the long pepperonis. <laughs> To get the, get the all right, all right,
0: all there. right, all right, all right. So I told you this off air, and I want you to confirm he's telling you this. I yep. told you to begin the season, I thought that Marlon Martinez should be starting at center. Okay, so when he came in at center, Marlon Martinez is a dude. If he can get the snap down, okay, and he, he can be effective getting the snap down, Carter, he's your best center on this team. Or he – He's the best center that we've seen play so far, of over the last year. Agree or
1: disagree? Slight disagreement because of the sample size being smaller, but I, he, I can he, understand he, that. I can understand yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and and look, I I give Charles a lot of credit for not being the guy and being ready to go and steadying the ship when the offensive line went through an overhaul. And BK made a very good decision to go to Charles at that time over Delhi at center. Um Marlon Martinez is a different type of player. Like you said, you know, to the mechanics of it, he's, he was a dead ball snare center, center. So he did the kind of snap. I like that. You already know um, how I feel about that. Be a man. Yeah. I I'm yeah, I'm just not I'm just I'm not a dead ball guy either. But yeah, be a man. Snap it like a real and, man. And um and yeah, I think I, I, I agree. I think Marlon played pretty well um, for for the most part. But, you know, obviously, you know, Charles Sterner has so much big game experience now, it's going to be hard to unseat him. But what's interesting is, you know, I once again, I haven't really sat down and watched like any of these all-star, you know, all-American things. But, you know, DJ Chester, we'll, we'll see if that can mm-hmm. actually be a thing. Smart kid. Point. Really smart him, kid. Him, him playing center or guard eventually for LSU. So it's, it's a very fascinating development. Carter, the power, Bryant, going to get married in a couple weeks. Bound
0: to go wow, wow. You ready?
1: It, man. I'm born ready, man. I'm going to Dallas this weekend for a bachelor's party. It's going to be great. Thanks for it inviting ended. me. I did. Did I not? Don't, don't mind. <laughs> Anybody in the DFW? Hit me up. All right.
0: So, so um, Pooh Bear said he's got a question for you. Pooh, go ahead.
1: What's up, PB? I
0: already asked it. Oh, Sage. What, what is Poo, sage? Let me what ask you. It? Let me go ahead. Yeah. What's sage? It's like incense, right? Sage is to cleanse when you do the cleansing. All right. Uh, Why yeah. would and, I would need to do
1: that, though, to the studio. That's what's interesting. Uh,
0: you, you might want to cleanse it from all the. Stuff that you have to endure when you come on the show. I, I, that is true. Right.
1: I'm, 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 I'm always ready for the highbrow comedy that's here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Pooh! If you're I, in the I, middle of I, Subway, the dem- Wayne official is is wrong on everything he ever has ever said. Sage is it comes from? Never mind. I'm he says it's demonic. Me. It's not demonic. It's a. It's not demonic. You know who it is? It's probably a producer from another show with long hair. Uh, so let me ask you this. If you were in a subway and somebody said, I want a meaty long, what does Pooh Bear do in that situation? Uh, it was a woman. That's not a pause-worthy moment anyway. Um, <laughs> the guy says he wants a, a meaty footlong. I'm looking at him and saying, sir, all due respect, pause. <laughs> we give him pause? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. All right. All right. All right. So Pooh Bear and them are coming up uh, after this. Carter. Thank you, buddy. We'll see you next Monday. Sorry with all – everything's been so chaotic around here with the holidays and everything, but we'll But, but it was
1: meant to be, though, like a big story. Yeah,
0: I know, big story. I to, yeah. I just told Walker yeah. to wait until Wednesday. That's what That's what happened. That's what right? happened. That's what happened.
1: Uh, I, I do find it – now that I think about it, I do find it ironic that all these meaty jokes come on hump day. I'll end on that. You have to admit, that was good. That was right there. The rare hump day I I you see that that was brilliant. That's called that's called that's called this, that meme. That's it. Huh? huh? You
0: do have a good form of intellect.
1: All right, we'll see you next Monday.
0: If you're see not you. too hungover on Martin Luther King Day. I'm excited. All right. Best buddy. day of the year. Cheers. We'll, we'll see you. All right. That's Carter the Power Bryant. Let's go ahead and exit out of here. We'll we'll get to some of these topics. It was just a big show, obviously, with Walker. Uh, Pooh Bear and them, the Golden Boot Pod, coming up next. You can go and listen to them. Until then, y'all have a good night. We'll see you all soon. I won't be here tomorrow, but we'll see you soon. Y'all see, see y'all later. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe.